Hello and welcome to the Get Up and Glow podcast. How are we all doing? So, I've just got back from Dublin. I had, I was meant to go and do High Rocks, which if you don't know it, it's a fitness competition. Me and Miles, my boyfriend, we'd signed up to it quite a while ago. But then I don't, I don't know if you remember on the last podcast, I was suffering. I'd had covid and then a chest infection and I was pretty much wiped out for like three weeks um which unfortunately meant we had to sell our high rocks tickets it's so heavy on the cardio and I was just struggling to catch my breath or anything so we'd already booked the flights in the hotel for Dublin so we thought you know what we're still gonna go we'll have a lovely weekend away which we did it was brilliant so 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 much fun And we're going to try and book on to High Rocks probably early next year instead and do it somewhere else. Um, So lesson learned there was, because I was dead disappointed at first, like I really, really wanted to do High Rocks. Um, I'd got dead excited for it, told people I was doing it. And then I was gutted when we couldn't do it. But you know what? Sometimes these things happen. We went away and we had a lovely weekend. But that leads me on to the subject of this week's podcast. So before we went to Dublin, I took a month off alcohol because I wanted to do like a month of really solid prep for high rocks. We thought no alcohol, better sleep, train really hard. And then I got sick and everything went to pot last month. But you know what? Such is life. I still managed to do a month of no alcohol. I still managed to keep my nutrition pretty good. And as I got better, I did get my training in. So as always, something's better than nothing. But as I say, I did a month of no alcohol. Then obviously Dublin is quite a drinky place. Um, And I got back on Monday. It is now Wednesday. And I still feel pretty tired. I put up a little Instagram story earlier talking about it. And I've had about three people so far reply to it either saying they feel the same, we're heading into the festive season and they feel like they've got a lot on or also people asking how I've got back on track. Like it's Wednesday, I got back from Dublin on Monday, three days of drinking and I'm back in the gym and I'm back into my normal routine. So people are asking how I do that. So that's going to be the subject of this week's podcast. Starting off with how you get back on track after a heavy weekend, but then also a thought it links in quite nicely with how to survive like a busy social period. Obviously, we're coming up to Christmas now. It's the first of November. Um, Christmas is on its way. People are going to be much much busier with social occasions, going out, eating, drinking, all that sort of stuff. That's the reason why I started the Christmas countdown with Get Up and Glow. So Get Up and Glow is my online coaching community. Um, All the ladies in there, they're learning how to diet, how to pick up nicer, better habits, how to exercise. Um, And because we're coming into such a busy festive period, we've just launched the Christmas Countdown, which is an eight week. I'm not going to say it's a challenge because it's not, but it's kind of like a focal point on this eight weeks on how to navigate that festive period. So yeah, so we're going to talk about how to get back on track, how to navigate that time. So getting back on track after a boozy weekend. I know it sounds like it's going to happen after the weekend, but it all starts beforehand. 
So say for instance, you're going out this weekend coming. We're now on Wednesday. Say you're going out on Saturday. Most of the ladies I work with and me, myself, we all either plan for our week ahead, either on Sunday or some of them, especially those that have got kids and they have quite a lot of family stuff on a Sunday, they plan on a Monday. So that's when they'll plan the meals out, they'll plan when they're going to fit the workouts in and they'll get the food shop done. However, if you know you are going out on a Saturday night, you're going to be drinking maybe a little more than you normally would, you're probably going to feel hungover or at best a bit lethargic on Sunday. That's going to mean you are not going to be able to be bothered. You are not going to be in the frame of mind to be planning all your meals out for the week ahead. You are not going to be in the frame of mind to be thinking about when you want to do your workouts. So my number one tip of how to get back on track after a heavy weekend is to prepare for it before the weekend even starts. So say you're going out this Saturday, I would suggest on Friday you think about the week after. On Friday, map out your meals for the week at least for four or five days. Get a food shop done. If it's too soon to do a food shop, order some online food, like get your order done. Or at the bare minimum, write it all out and write your shopping list. So then literally all you need to do on Sunday or Monday is go to the supermarket. So you're going to pre-plan for the week after. You're then also going to plan for the weekend. So if you know you're going out on the Saturday, I would think about the Sunday. I always suggest getting like a bottle, you can get, you know, like the two litre bottles of Volvic water, the sugar free, you can get like strawberry, lemon and lime, whatever. I love having one of them in the fridge because I don't know about you, but when I'm hungover, normal water just doesn't cut it for me. So I always get one of them flavoured sugar free ones, get it in the fridge ready. I'd also look at if you know you're someone who maybe likes to go for a takeaway. I would be looking to get some of like them low calorie pizzas in, um, a more calorie controlled ready meal, or like in Marks and Spencers, you can get like the Chinese takeaway boxes that work out about say 700 calories a portion. I'd be looking to try and get a load of that stuff in. So when you're hungover on Sunday, instead of reaching for the takeaway or reaching for a bottle of Coke or whatever, you've got stuff there already. So you've planned your next week. You've planned the weekend. I would then also say as well, get out for a walk. Even if you feel like you just want to be glued to the couch and you do not want to move. Do you ever really regret a walk? I'm going to say no one does. So when you're hungover and you're feeling tired, get up, get out. Even if it's 20 or 30 minutes, get out in the fresh air and I can guarantee you will feel so much better for it. Then... I would also mention, this came about because, as I say, I was in Dublin, but then I've also just had one of my monthly review calls with one of my one-to-one clients. And this month, she's had two weeks where she just fell off the radar. She doesn't go out very much. She's got young kids. And um, she had two weekends on the bounce where she went out. And because she was shattered, because she'd felt hungover, and because she hadn't prepared for it, her entire week was pretty much written off. So she went out, she hadn't organised any meals for the week, felt really tired, couldn't be bothered planning the meals. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I think even Thursday were just off it. 
Normally she tracks her calories and tracks her protein for me. It all links up to her app that I coach her on. None of that was done. Then she went out again on the Saturday, didn't learn from the mistake, did the same thing again. So, and then it that fed in for another like four days. After that, we had a bit of a tough love conversation. She doesn't go out very much anyway. So, I mean, it, it wouldn't be a regular occurrence, but we had a bit of a tough love sort of chat, figured out why this has happened, what we could change. And after that, the following two weeks, she's been absolutely spot on. She's feeling amazing again. She's feeling organized. And a lot of this is going to come down to the fact that she's realized how rubbish that makes her feel, how lethargic it makes her and how much she doesn't want to do anything that normally makes her feel good. So now as we head into December and she's going to have more social stuff on again, she's now decided that if she knows she's out on the weekend, on a Friday, she'll plan out her meals for the week after. She'll write out her shopping list and she'll plan the day she's going to do her workouts. And then hopefully it's the weekend is maybe going to be slightly off track, which is fine. But as we've said before, it's not that weekend. It's not that day or two that is going to affect your progress. It's how you react to it. So you can either let it be a day or two or you can react the way she did at that time and let it turn into a week. And if you keep letting your weekends turn into a week, you're never going to get to where you want to be. A lot of the time when you're going out drinking, you're doing these things. Think of it as a special occasion. But if you're doing that every single weekend, it's no longer a special occasion. It's just overeating and overdrinking every weekend. So I'm not saying don't go out. But what I am saying is do it, enjoy it, prepare and plan for it and react to it in the way that is in line with your goals and what you want to achieve. So if your goal is fat loss or even it's not body composition related, but it's feeling energized, it's getting up and training, it's feeling good, then I would be looking at how much you're going out and also how much you're preparing for it so that it is just a weekend and you get straight back to it again. One last pointer on that. There isn't a magic pill. I think sometimes when people ask me and they say, Oh, how did you get back? How did you get back to it again? Like, what did you do? There is no magic pill. Like, it's hard. And I could give you all the tips and things under the sun here, but in reality, nobody likes getting back in the gym when they've been out on the weekend. Nobody can be bothered going to Aldi and doing a massive food shop when they are shattered. But the difference between somebody who is going to feel good and get results and the difference between somebody who just lets it snowball is how you react to it. You just sometimes have to remember you're an adult. You can either stay in bed and feel sorry for yourself all week or you can think about how good you feel when you focus on yourself. So be an adult, realise it's hard, realise that yeah you're tired but that's what you get when you go out and just get straight back into it again. We can skirt around, we can find all different excuses and different tips but it's on you. If you want to feel good, if you want to make progress and feel energized you've got to take action 
And it, I'm not saying go and smash the gym for five mornings a week if you feel white. I am 100% not saying that. But what I am saying is if you've had a weekend where you've gone out drinking, you feel lethargic, just take the action. Be an adult. Own the fact that it's because of what you've done that you feel like that. Go out, have a walk and get your food shop done. You absolutely can do it. Which leads me very similarly into how you're going to survive the festive period. A lot of it's very similar to what we've just talked about. Like say, say we're the beginning of November now. For a lot of people from mid-November till the end of December, so say six weeks, you've got stuff on every weekend. So the first thing I'd say is be realistic. Be realistic with your plans and realise you can say no to some stuff. If you're just going out just for the sake of going out and it's maybe not like a party or it's not like one of your friendship groups nights out or something, don't just go out for the sake of it because it's Christmas. Do it because it's something that you really want to do. And sometimes like it's okay to sit the odd thing out. So I'd be realistic with your time. And equally at the same time with your social stuff, I'd also be realistic with what you think you can fit in. So maybe... I'm thinking of some of the group PT girls I work with who normally train with me five days a week. If they've got loads on, say they've got kids, whatever, it might be more of a realistic goal for them to aim for three workouts in a week instead of five. And if you set that goal to start with, you're not then going to feel disappointed that you've only got three in because it's within your goal still. Whereas if you go into Christmas thinking I'm going to still nail my workouts five mornings a week and then you don't you're probably going to feel disappointed same with your steps if you know that you're going to struggle with them a little bit more be more realistic with them set yourself some ranges we did a podcast on this a few weeks ago instead of having a set number if you've got to hit 10,000 steps a day you've got to hit five workouts you've got to hit 1800 calories set yourself a range So your calorie range might be between 16 and 1900. Anything within that range is good. Same with your steps. It might be between 7 and 12,000. Anything within that range is good. And what that does for you is it makes you not feel like a failure because you are absolutely not. Like it's unrealistic to think that every day you're going to hit the exact same number because every day is different. So set yourself a range as we come into Christmas and you know some days are going to be dead, dead busy and others aren't. Set yourself a range, like a wider range of if I get anything within this amount of steps, I'm happy. If I get anything within this amount of workouts per week, I'm happy. Do that and be realistic with it. Have a look. I would say the way we were talking about planning before, every weekend, have a look at your diary for the week ahead. Have a look when you're working. Have a look when you've got activities or social stuff on and work around that. Book in your workouts around that. Have a look at your range of, okay, I'm going to just try and fit three three workouts in this week instead. Where can I fit them around my activities? Be organised with it because it's all... It's all well and good thinking you've got loads going on in your head. We all do. Everyone thinks they're dead, dead busy. But in reality, everybody's busy. We live in a fast-paced life now. And whether you are single, whether you've got a family, whether you've got kids, whether you work full-time, part-time, whatever it may be, everybody in their own way is busy. So 
don't let it overwhelm you or try and not let it overwhelm you. Write it down, get it out of your head. So I actually did a video for the Get Up and Glow Christmas countdown the other day, a little screen share showing them how I plan my week out. So it's my Google Calendar, everything goes in that, work, personal, social, everything. Then I also plan all my meals out. And when I do all that, sometimes I can think, wow, I'm really overwhelmed. I've got far too much to fit into my day today. But as soon as I get it out, I get it written down and then I allocate it a time slot in my calendar. I start to think, oh, I can actually fit all this in. This is okay. So if that's you, if you feel like you're drowning a little bit as you come into the festive season, do that, get your calendar out, write it all down, plan it all out and be specific with when you're going to fit things in. So be very specific there, but then also take your foot off and relax a little bit, set yourself your ranges, be realistic with what you think you can achieve and set yourself a range within that and then push yourself to get that. It doesn't mean doesn't mean that you're not doing well if you don't hit the high end of the range. It means that you've got room for manoeuvre then that you can feel proud of yourself if you do any of that. Um, I feel like that's pretty much everything I wanted to say. Last thing I would say as well is be honest with yourself now because especially as we get into December, a lot of people start to think, I'm just going to stop now and I'll restart in January. And Whilst I don't necessarily believe over Christmas you need to be working really, really hard towards your goals, what I do believe is that it's very easy to let relaxing for a few days over Christmas turn into a month or two months of massively overeating and over drinking. And all that will happen is you'll get to January and you'll feel rubbish. You'll feel like not not nice within yourself, but also if you've been working hard towards feeling a bit fitter and stronger, you will feel rubbish. So be honest with yourself. Think about how good you feel at the moment. Or maybe if this isn't you right now, think about how good you feel when you are moving your body, you're exercising and you're eating well. And every time things get a little bit overwhelming or a little bit like you want to give up over the next six to eight weeks, Remind yourself of how good you feel when you're on it and take away what you look like and all that but remind yourself of the fact that you don't want to feel awful when it comes to January. So whilst this doesn't need to be a time right now while you're aiming for like PBs and fitting into I don't know size six clothes which I would never ever fit into but just remember that you also don't want to end up just feeling basically on that note that's the end of the podcast today so quite a boozy heavy weekend sort of one because I do think this is a topic that is coming up a little bit more uh, right now and I think it's going to come up even more as we head into December um but yeah little reminder just to get yourself organized that's the biggest thing and I feel like I sound like a broken record all the time but the people that get organized I see it in the gym I see it with the group PT girls the girls that are there at the start of the week booking their sessions in for the week they're the ones that are most reliable in the gym they're the ones that turn up hit the sessions and see the best progress in the gym the ones that kind of book the odd session here and there as the week goes on 
are the most, I would say, unreliable in the gym. And I see it with all my online coaching clients as well. The ones that are on it with planning the food out and on it with communicating with me and letting me know how they get on, they're the ones that get into the best routine and see the best results. So you, you really do struggle to get anywhere by winging it. And even your hangover, try and not wing it, get organized with it. And I promise you, you will feel so much better. But yeah, that's it for today. I am going to sign off there. If you enjoyed the podcast, please let me know. Please like it. Please subscribe to it. Please share it on your social media or with any friends that you feel like it might help. The more people I can get this out to, um, the more people I can help, which is always the goal. If there is anything you are struggling with at all, always feel free to give me a message or if you've got any requests for different topics for the podcast, again, give me a little message. And then finally, if you feel like you would like more support heading into the last two months of the year, I do have space to take on ladies, whether it is in the studio for group PT or it is support with the online coaching. Just drop me a little message on Instagram and we can see what the best fit for you is. Have a good one. Bye.